Kia This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Welcome to B-Side Stories on Wellington Access Radio 783. You're with Martin Andrews and Laura. And Laura Keelan. Welcome to B-Side Stories. Uh, just to kick things off tonight, we're going to have uh, a wee Prince song here. This is Pop Life from the album Around the World in 80 Days. So listen to a bit of Prince. See a um, big loss to to art around the world, eh, Laura? Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any any Prince memories that you like to share? Well, I I personally wasn't a huge fan of Prince, but um, I have friends in the poetry community, and some of my fr- friends have Prince poems that are about their little <laughs> Prince. He's just that sort of. Um, inspiring artist yeah 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 he's been huge he's been huge anyway anyway let's move on uh 
guest tonight, our first guest is uh, Courtney Durr from uh, Body Love Blueprint. How's it going, Courtney? It's going good. Thank you. <laughs> pull that, uh, just pull that microphone a bit closer to you if you can. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Pull that way. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> lift, lift it up a fraction okay, there too, Courtney. So the blue part is in front of your mouth there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, just a bit about, about Courtney. I first met Courtney about three three months ago, would you say? Yeah. Something like that, eh? Yeah, Courtney was part of something that's called um, Live the Dream, which in turn is part of something called Inspiring Stories. Um, Courtney, why don't you tell us a little bit about Live the Dream to begin with? Yeah, totally. Um, so I initially found out about Live the Dream through a friend that had done it um, in the first year. So Live the Dream had been going for um, three years now. <laughs> um, and I found out through a Facebook post that she put on um, and kind of what drew, drew me to it was the word dream um, and and that's all I kind of knew about it. So I messaged her and said, well, you know, what's, what's this thing that you're posting? She said, you would be perfect for it. Sent me the link, I looked up all the questions and the kind of um, application and just applied. And... I got through, so there's quite a bit of a process to it, but got through, and I think there was about 60 people in New Zealand, so there's a Auckland campus, Christchurch and Wellington campus, and so 60 all around New Zealand, um, and yeah, so pretty much what it was is helping, it's an accelerator for social entrepreneurs, and initially I didn't know what a social entrepreneur was, mm -hmm. even though I was apparently one, um, and finding out basically what it is, or a social enterprise is a sustainable business that's driven by a positive impact, um, and yeah, I just, I really love that, and, and so we kind of learned how to run an enterprise, a sustainable enterprise, um, so you'd learn about, you know, business structure, management, all those sort of really important things, but you're also always going back to that why, always going back to that initial um, core problem that you want to try and solve that will actually make the world a better place. Um, and that's, I guess that's why I really thrived in it and why I really loved it. So, sure, yeah. sure. And so I met Courtney because... Um, I was at Kaiwash, I'm still there at Kaiwash, but I got contacted by a woman called Helen Brastein who works with Film for Change, which is an organisation uh, which we have actually interviewed here on B-Side Stories before. They make uh, budget films for organisations that couldn't otherwise afford to have advertising or short films. I met Helen through that. Uh, I'm also a musician. Helen suggested that uh, she asked me if she could send through a couple of the Live the Dream participants to talk about being passionate about what you do with your life. Um, so these two young women came to Kaibosh and I had a chance to sit down for about an hour with Courtney and another one of the Live the Dream students. Um, they both left a huge impression on me just about um, how passionate they were about what it was that they had chosen to do. So now, uh, now that I'm involved with B-Sub Stories, I thought it'd be a great, great chance to get in Courtney to talk about uh, what she's doing. Now, going back, Courtney, what were you doing prior to getting involved with Live the Dream? Um, so I was a personal trainer at Les Mills. Um, I've been involved with Les Mills since 
2009 where I was a member for two years um, while studying and then loved the gym so much that started uh, being a gym instructor and then transitioned into a personal trainer um, and did that for three years before Live the Dream. So, uh, so when Live the Dream came along, what was your initial idea as to what you could take and get out of something like that? Um, well, I'd already started running Body Love Blueprint, um, but it was pretty fresh mm -hmm. um, back then. And I basically knew that this was something that I couldn't stop thinking about. Body Love Blueprint was something that was constantly on my mind and something that I was very passionate about, um, but I didn't really know how to grow it um, or you know the best way to, to grow it and to get it out there. And so I guess um, I've been you know doing this on my own for a long time. I really needed that assistance. And so... So if you could break down Body Love Blueprint to its real core value or meaning what, what would you how would you describe it um yeah so that's basically what i've been um focusing on for the last like intensely for the last two months is the values behind body love blueprint um to put it simply body love blueprint is a boot camp for women that's focused on positive body image um focusing on not only physical health but mental health in women um that's the simple kind of you know, that I kind of tell mm -hmm. people passing mm -hmm. by. Um, for me, I have three values behind Body Love Blueprint. Um, the first one is community. So um, I am a big advocate of happiness, and I find that the happiest people have the strongest relationships and that we become who we are surrounded by. And so by creating a positive community for these women, um, it allows them to you know, be happier um, and actually be more confident in themselves. And um, so that was the first value. The second value is possibility. Um, so I teach these women that that anything is possible and that it doesn't matter how old they are or what size they are, what their background is, that if they really want it, that they can achieve it. And so um, just teaching these girls to get rid of those limitations that they put on themselves or that people around them put on them. Um, and the last value for the Body Love Blueprint would be resilience. Um, you know, we all have our struggles and we all have, you know, made mistakes or, or been in really tough situations and just trying to teach these girls to use those, to, you know, use those experiences not to define us but to push us forward um, and that failure is amazing and, and actually teaching these girls that when they fail it is an opportunity for them to learn from it and to grow from it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me about failing. Like, how, how do you even fail at something like that? Like, well, I guess, what do you yeah, mean? I guess it depends how you look at failure. Mm. I, I look at it in a positive way, and I think, um, you know, a negative side of failure would be just giving up, and I think that's the true failure. But I think that, um, yeah, for me, that is, when I look back at all the obstacles that I've faced, it has brought me to where I am today, and it actually has allowed me to 
have those experiences to empathise with other people. You know, I feel mm. like if I had gone through life um, unscarred and and just lived a perfect life with nothing gone wrong, then I wouldn't be able to relate to these women. I wouldn't be able to understand what they're going through. And so I'm so thankful for those tough experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you're thinking about all of this prior to Live the Dream, like what, what, what was not being met by being in the gym at the time? So what, what is differentiating Body Love Blueprint from what you're already doing as a personal trainer? What, where were the gaps that you could you see that weren't being filled? Yeah, there, and there definitely was gaps. I think um, with when I was in the gym, I wasn't able to really dedicate my time to you know my passion because I, I had lots of clients and amazing clients but not all of them wanted you know the self-love journey a lot of them wanted just to lose weight or or to get stronger and that's great but for me I needed to really um, narrow it down to that that core passion of mine and and having Lee's Mills on top of what you know the body love blueprint wasn't allowing me to fully immerse myself in that passion um, but also I guess, yeah, Live the Dream allowed me the confidence to know that I could do it on my own and that I, as helpful as Les Mills was, I didn't need to rely on that source of income anymore, that I could actually do this on my own um, and I could have, you know, amazing connections in Wellington that were willing to help as well. So um, when I finished Live the Dream, I handed in my resignation to Les Mills and um, yeah so now I'm doing Body Love Blueprint it's just um, yeah as my only source of income but it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic yeah. uh, so as you can see listeners it wasn't uh, you know when I when I met Courtney it didn't take long for the, the, the passion and the dedication that she had for what she was doing to, to fully come through you know she expresses it with every way that she um, holds herself and expresses herself so Courtney we're going to move on to our first song what, what, what have you chosen for us today um from one of my favourite New Zealand bands, 660, is White Lines. Okay, here we go. I'm in my zone, you know 
660 with White Lines and welcome back to 783 AM. This is B-Side Stories, Martin and Laura. And Laura. <laughs> We're talking to Courtney Durr about Body Love Blueprint. Body Love Blueprint. It's hard to say. <laughs> it's a bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> I wanted to ask Courtney if you have to do a lot of push-ups and, um, I don't know, kettlebell swings. Is that the kind of thing that people are in for when they go to, to the Body Love uh, training? Yeah, yeah. Um, so... It's body weight, which means that we have no equipment, um, mm. but we just, you know, I teach the girls that they can use their bodies and it can be just as tough. Um, so a lot of push-ups, um, a lot of squats, a lot of burpees, um, but with the Body Love Blueprint, there is such a range of fitness levels, um, and I know how intimidating Firstly, the word boot camp is, um, but also how intimidating it can be to go along to something like that when you don't think that you're fit enough. Um, so that's why I've kind of split it into beginner level and, and advanced level, um, which gives the girls an opportunity to kind of test it out, see which kind of group they feel comfortable in, um, and usually yeah, they uh, achieve a lot more than they thought possible, which is really which is amazing to see. I never get sick of seeing that. So you mentioned something uh, earlier on about the self-love journey. Um, is that a personal philosophy of yours? Um, yeah, definitely. So I guess this all kind of stemmed from personal experiences. Um, I've grown up with sport, health and fitness, just that's... That was what defined me. That was, you know, how my family knew me, how my friends knew me, how my schoolmates knew me. I was always playing sports, and then if I wasn't playing sports, 
I, you know, went from that to studying sports and to studying health and fitness and then went from studying it to working in it. So I've been, you know, so um, immersed in this environment that when it's quite hard when all you think about is you know what what your body looks like and and you know what your f- fat and obesity and um you know fitness levels and everything like that is you kind of all my focus was placed on that and not so much you know the mental health side of things not so much about um, dreaming or things like that so yeah I guess um, for me I was very much uh, worried about what the scale said and um, I was very much worried about what other people thought of me um, and because when you're in a gym environment I feel like people notice those things maybe that was just coming from my own head or you know me assuming that but I was constantly worried that I'd put on weight or that I'd you know hadn't been working out twice a day every day and so I just placed a lot of stress on myself and actually looking back at it now wasn't happy and I was never I never got to that point where I was content with the way I looked um, so many times I would step on the scales and I would see the number reflected back at me and I would just be so upset and I would be I'd look at that numbers and think okay I've got to change I've got to change some things I've got to you know do more cardio and I've got to I've got to stop eating any carbs and stop socializing so much and you know to stop living basically you know living the life that a, a 20 21 year old should and so um it wasn't really until I started working with clients and I realized that I was putting them through the same thing you know I was I was a role model to them but what kind of role model was I if I was constantly worried about weight and only only weight you know so I would take these clients and I had predominantly female clients and and would go through a six-week process where they would have their their weight taken at the start and their body fat taken and then we'd do you know six weeks of intense training and you'd see their faces each training session when they realised how much stronger they were getting and, and how much fitter and doing things that they couldn't do the week before and their faces would light up and they'd be really stoked with themselves and then that six weeks would come where we'd do the you know the the weight and the body fat again and we'd go into this room and I'd put them on the scales and they'd see the weight reflected back at them and it, and it hadn't changed or it only gone down a little bit and their faces would just drop you know their faces just kind of reflected I'm not I'm not where I need to be I'm not at, I'm not beautiful I'm not worthy and and that just kind of made me feel like I'm a bad personal trainer if I can't even help these women you know achieve their goals and it was just a really vicious cycle I felt and um, I made the decision in January 2015 to stop weighing anybody and for me that was quite a tough decision to make because I feel like that was what personal trainers were supposed to do and when people when women would come in and say I want to lose weight you'd think well how else am I supposed to measure their progress if it's not on the scales Um, but actually the that decision was welcomed and it was the start of how Body Love Blueprint kind of blossomed was 
making that decision and emphasizing to these girls that wasn't actually important. It, mm-hmm. I hate the scales. <laughs> fantastic some real talk right there eh? <laughs> hey listeners it's great it's great i love it um what is the most satisfying thing for you then when your clients come to you and when they go through your system what are you hoping that they achieve and, and get out of it when they when they finish um so it's yeah i guess it's not really a for them if they enjoy it that's something that they um you know it's that community that they become a part of and so it's there's no real end date to it but for me the things that i really enjoy seeing have started to become a lot less physical um and one of my favorite things that i see is when the girls make friends with each other and they start hanging out outside of uh, blueprint you know they'll start they'll write on their private facebook page who wants to go pedalboarding this weekend and then there's a group of them going out and and it honestly warms my heart just seeing these girls doing positive things and with around positive people um that's definitely one of my favorite things and and another thing is is when when the girls message me and they say, of oh, course, I decided to, you know, get out of my comfort zone and, and go for that promotion and, you know, now I'm doing what I love. And, and, and so actually taking the tools that they learn at Body Love Blueprint and using them outside, whether it's in the workplace or whether it's with their relationships and it just, yeah, it, it's such a rewarding feeling for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and what sort of people come through the course? Um, so, yeah, yeah. so it's it's only open to women, or do, yeah. do some right? Yeah. Um, so it's not that I don't think that men need self love or anything like that. I feel like that's a big job for somebody else to do. Mm. Um, but for me, my focus is with women, um, mostly because I know that a lot of the girls do get intimidated when working out alongside guys, and so it's just something nice to be able to do. Um, but yeah, it's. It is women of all ages that kind of come along. Um, there's girls my age, around you know mid twenties. Uh, girls younger. There's mums that come along with their daughters. There's grandmas that come along. It's really really cool. Um, different groups. So the the Tawa group may have a little bit, um, maybe a little bit older, and then you know there's different kind of. Um, ages within the town group as well, so it's varied a lot. Um, but I don't. I just welcome everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what does the future hold for Body Love Blueprint Ooh. and for Courtney Dare? <laughs> I love talking about that. <laughs> um, so, what I'm looking at doing is, well, what I am doing is expanding Body Love Blueprint um, to Body Love New Zealand, um, and I've got. My one of my best friends. You're gonna be you're gonna have a whole <laughs> empire. So no, we'll be like, remember that time we had Courtney on B side stories? Um, <laughs> be yes. like Courtney, duh, body love queen. Uh, um, so like, yeah, so we're kind of uh, we're expanding out, um, and we are going to be running workshops and self love getaways. So starting within Wellington and then expanding. Um, Has this all come from your own imagination? You've thought about up all this and you've, yeah, you've put it all into practice? I mean, yes, from my imagination, but also from Live the Dream that has kind of sparked uh, that. Mm. Um, Lululemon has been massive in 
and the journey of setting goals and dreaming big um, and then yeah and also my really positive group of friends who support me and and you know these crazy ideas that I have. <laughs> so yeah, carry on. So you're, you're moving yes. into... So yeah, um, Body Love New Zealand is going to be running these workshops and getaways um, and that just kind of allows us to really compact what's in the Body Love blueprint, you know, the tools and, and the values that we have there and be able to compact it into you know, taking it to Auckland and then taking it to Bali or um, Australia or worldwide, you know, um, I do dream big. And it's just, yeah, I guess just getting that positive message out there and, and spreading the love. Yeah. Fantastic work, Courtney. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it warms my heart what you're doing there. Um, if you, well, Would you like to leave our listeners with one last... Uh, yeah. Well, how, how do you want to end this? <laughs> um, I. Well, how do they? How can they find you? Well, they can find me through uh, Facebook at Body Love Blueprint, um, and also on Instagram, uh, Body Love NZ. Um, one of the things I guess for me is why I'm doing this is you know the way that you feel about yourself affects the way that you participate in society so I just feel that if you love yourself then all other aspects of your life are going to truly blossom Um, so make that a priority yeah thank you so much Courtney 